Hi, you guys, and welcome back to Talk and Smack. I am so excited for today's episode with Jillian Young. She is the owner of Young Marketing LLC. She is a social media guru, you guys. When I tell you the amount of value that she shared in this episode is unreal, we are going to have to do a part two, and you guys are going to have to ask us questions so she can answer those for you. I am so excited. Don't forget to take a screenshot wherever you listen and take us both on Instagram, and we will get right into the pod. And don't forget to use code POD20 for 20% off all online courses, in person training, and coaching. Back in town, don't I read Baby, don't make me wait. Body like, uh, uh, been a long while. And I just wanna taste this be alone. I put it down when I come around. Okay, Jillian, I am so excited to have you on. We're just gonna jump right in. What do you think is the thing that people struggle with most on social media? I think that um, consistency is probably always going to be the number one. People just don't know how to stay consistent or they have too much anxiety about posting. I think people overthink it. I always just say like, post and pray. Who cares? If it's five people more that saw it that like didn't, you know, if if literally five people saw it, that's five more people than if you hadn't posted anything. So just always posting and consistency. Um, I think business owners are what have like the most problem um, when it's a different, it, like Instagram isn't their business. So they want to be selling their thing or they're really good at something else, you know, and they're just not good at Instagram. They don't like it. They don't want to be good at it. They just, they do it and they hate it and you can tell, you know, so that's like when I come in, you know, and kind of can help out and you can hire me and I can do it for you or just, um, you know, batching content and just posting, just like literally don't think about it as hard as so many people make it out to be so much more difficult than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And I know you do a ton of research on like, because Instagram is always changing. There's always something new. There's a new feature. There's different ways to grow faster. And you are so knowledgeable about Instagram specifically, and you work with a ton of other business owners. Is there something that you've seen that has helped the success of an account more than others besides consistency? Or do you think that's one of the things that's really driving the growth of an Instagram account? So I think that everybody looks at growth differently, right? So, I mean, you can go viral and like viral for you looks different than viral for me, right? So like the main thing that we want to look at is how many, like what's converting into sales, right? So you're not just like posting to post, like, unless you just want to be like Instagram famous, which is fine. Do you like, that's great. But most people want to sell something, whether it's a product, whether it's get, you know, involved in the community, make sure, you know, just people know about you. So that's like the main thing is where, how do you want to grow? Do you, you can buy accounts, you know, and have hundreds of thousands of followers that convert into zero sales. So just growing to like your actual people is like the most important thing. And just staying really authentic, like just showing up, like you said, like just consistency. I think that just showing up is a huge thing. Uh, Like if I go to a page and I look at it and I'm like, they haven't posted for a month even, and they have no stories going. I'm like, they're out of business or dead or like, I don't know. Like, you know, it's just like, they're, they're out of my world. I'm not following. I'm just moving on. So even just like updating your stories, like, let's say you really don't want to put a ton of content out. That's fine. But keep your stories updated. Talk to your followers, 
Your stories are not to get new followers. Your stories are to engage the followers you already have and show them like behind the scenes, your real life. Like, hey, I'm doing my makeup. This is what I'm using. I've asked you that all the time. Like, I'll be like, oh my gosh, what lotion did you just use? Or, you know, and that's where you get the sales. And that's just... And real relationships, right? So it's like so many times I'm talking to someone and I'm like, oh my God, my friend this, my friend that. It's like, okay, well, we started out on Instagram and then they bought something from me or they hired me, but they're my friend because I see them the same way they see me all the time. We just show up all the time. And just growing that community is so crucial. So growth is totally different for everyone. And it just depends on how you want to like look at it. I think reels can be a really good tool, but bottom line is just shareable content, give people information, give people stuff they want to learn or, and it's not always like really, um, like I might think it's dumb or you might think it's dumb. You're like, Oh, I do my makeup every morning. Like, why does anybody want to see that? It's like, no, everyone wants to see it. Like, what do you brush your teeth with? Your teeth are so white. Like, what do you, where'd you get your headphones? Like, I want to know all this information, but you might think it's not relevant. Well, it's relevant to somebody. So just put it out there. And now it's not like a, you know, chore to do this content. It's just, I'm living my life, sharing what I love, whether I get a kickback from it or not. And, you know, just keeping that engagement going is so like the main thing too, with consistency comes engagement. You really have to put out what you're giving. If people are just um, posting and ghosting, it doesn't help anyone. You know, you can just keep posting, batch a bunch of stuff, post it. But if you're not engaging with fellow people in your community, engaging in people in your industry, um, like, you know, being a just an expert in your field where you can really give people something then there's no reason to even be on Instagram. People will hire me sometimes and they'll say like, okay, I'm going to have this event and I want to push up until the event. That doesn't work. It's it's waste of money. Don't do it because you really have to just keep it going this whole time. And then you have this big announcement or this big event. So then you have the engagement to push it. So really just consistency mm -hmm. and <laughs> we kind of went down a rabbit hole, but you know, all the things kind of together make this like perfect you can't just do one part of it. Um, and a lot of people don't want to do all of it. So that's why you have to hire someone, get a, even a virtual assistant to do a couple carousels. Um, just something that you're giving content, giving people information and savable content. That's, you know, shareable, savable, mm -hmm. stuff like that. I love that so much, especially hearing you say like your story are the people who are already the most engaged and they're the ones who want to see more from you. They want to see what salad you eat. They want to see what concealer you use. And I, I bring this up more often than not. Like think about the Kardashians. We watch them eat salads. We're literally watching them eat lettuce. And it's like, that's entertaining to us. And obviously there's other context in there. There's things going on, there's drama, whatever. And like, I think that's another thing or what I've experienced with students in my classes, specifically in the lash world, is they're like, well, I don't want to go on and share my deepest, darkest secrets. And it's like, homegirl, you don't have to do that. Like you get to share whatever you want to share with your audience. It's just a way for you to connect with them on a deeper level and for them to be in your DMs. And something that you said too, like if, if someone's posting and ghosting and they're you know, not posting for a month and they're doing that, you're losing out on people that you might be reaching. If it's those five extra people that see you and follow you, they could be a potential sale. They could be a potential client. They could be someone who's interested in what you have to offer. But if you're stopping yourself 
from posting the things or even engaging on stories because I'll have people who will follow me for the first time ever and they'll binge my stories and they'll be responding to me about something simple. And then maybe a month later, they're like, oh, I was interested in this course. And if I hadn't posted those things that made them feel more connected to me, they might might not have even been interested in something that I have to offer. And of course, at the end of the day, it like you said, it has to do with how you want to grow. And if you want to grow your sales, if you want to grow your page, if you want to be an influencer, whatever you want to do. So my question to follow that up is for the people who feel like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough content to post or I don't have, you know, I can't be posting every single day. Do you feel like there's, I like, I love that you said, you know, batch working. Is that something that you like to do and recommend? And are there any other tips that you can say, like, if I, you know, specifically for the lash industry, I know it's so different than you work with so many different businesses. Um, but is there any advice you have for people who are just like, I don't have enough content or I don't have the time to do it? Like, what are, what's your genius? Like, what are your steps to making sure they stay consistent? So literally, if you tell me you don't have time to do something like that's ridiculous because go along with your regular day, set up a tripod, you know, we can link a tripod that you were at like onto this, this podcast and for 20 bucks, you can set up a pod or set up a tripod and do what you do. Like you're great at doing that. Like when you're doing lashes or you're doing something that you know, it might not be interesting to anybody, but it might be interesting to somebody or somebody is seen in your day. You know, they're seeing what your life is like, where you are, what you're doing. It's engaging. It, it is engaging. And so having just stuff like that is so easy. You don't really have to think about it. I have one of my clients, Jeff, he um, does like pouring events and stuff for wine. It's Jeff with Uncorked. And he is like, he was like so nervous. He's 75 years old. And he is just like, nobody wants to see my life. People are loving it. Like they love him. Like he, he set up a camera, like in the corner of his, um, like storage room. And he's like putting away wine bottles to like some music and like people eat it up. So behind the scenes stuff is so good. Like it's such good content. Slap on like a you know, music that's low in views, but high in, you know, high, um, like with the little like up bar, you know, next to it, it's mm -hmm. trending. That's like what you can look for and with a low number next to it. So use something like that and it's easy. I like batching content when it comes to certain things. I have a lot of clients that are like tourism or the chamber of commerce where it's, really important to have like the weather right and it's a new business or it's a fall menu or it's a you know summer this or so that is a little bit more difficult for me I really have to um kind of stick to okay these are the businesses I'm gonna hit and I'm just gonna do it maybe maybe all on Monday but like or throughout the week but not a month early you know none of that is gonna work out for those types of clients but with like Jeff, he, I did batch content for him. We went to Woodenville. We went to all the wineries. I had him bring four changes of outfits. It took us three hours. I went around and have somebody with you, you know, just like bring, everybody knows somebody that knows how to take a photo, <laughs> you know, or a video. So you, we all have amazing iPhones. Like it's great quality. Just start taking videos, drinking wine, doing whatever. Do the same thing within your industry. 
Oh, you are a retail person, folding clothes, new items, trying on clothes, you know, lash world, like new washes, new, um, you know, tools, new, any of those things. Like you can just kind of go through, talk about each item, um, hold each item, take videos, and then break that up into posts and re like recycle them. Anything indoors is really easily like recyclable. You can um, post something and by the time, like, you know, a couple months have passed, you probably have newer followers, you have more engaged followers, people have gone out of their industry, into your industry, whatever. So repost it. Like, it doesn't matter. Just chop it up, add a different music, repost it. The point is just to be consistent. And that takes no time at all, you know? So just those little things can add, you know, four or five different posts per day, per batching. Um, but yeah, like just put a different shirt on, put a different something, you know, a hat on or something. And you don't want it to look visually. No one's going to point out that you're wearing the same outfit, but it isn't as engaging because you're seeing all the same thing. It's just psychologically seeing different colors and different things and your hair up and then your hair down and then whatever, like people just actually like, you know, can tell. So just kind mm -hmm. of make it look a little different. It doesn't have to look totally different. And then do a mixture when you're posting. Don't do all reels. Don't do all posts. Like I try and mix in um, faces. So frozen faces. So like an actual post with a face that every three posts, if you can, I don't, I like try, I try, but faces do so well and you won't necessarily see it because it's a frozen photo, right? So it's not, you're not getting the same analytics as a reel or something like that, but that does get the most looks at. They do get a lot of likes. They get a lot more engagement talking about it. I don't know if it's because we were all covering our faces. Now it's like porn. You know, you see someone's mouth and you're like, oh my God, what is that? You know, but it, it was, it works, you know? So faces were, you know, it also shows, um, you know, actually talking about faces, I use you as an example a lot in my workshops. So Whitney and I, yes. So Whitney and I always say, our friend, you know, Mackenzie, she would have all these clients and stuff come up to her when she would meet them in real life and they wouldn't recognize her. So like having your face out there and then you changed from not showing your face so much to selling yourself as a brand as your face, you know, which your face is gorgeous and very, Whitney always says, it's so um, geometrical. <laughs> It's like a specimen. You're just amazing. You're beautiful. <laughs> but show your face. Put those faces out there. Having your face as your profile picture is so huge. We just did a workshop the other day about this where you can have a brand logo. Um, the, the Chamber of Commerce has a really good brand logo. It is literally just an E. And it is the colors are colors, you know, yellow and blue. It's just very distinct, distinguishable from like somebody else's with an E or something like that with letters and words. And you just cannot see stuff like that when you're looking at a profile picture because you're commenting and it's tiny and tinier and tiniest. So having a face behind the brand just is so much more relatable. I know that big corporations, obviously Nike and Nordstrom's isn't going to put a face, but really do a logo meant for Instagram, a logo that is just, you know, the first letter or a letter or an emblem or like workhorse. I'm at workhorse right now, like a horse, you know, something where it can be recognizable. Um, and then if you have to do that as the brand photo for your profile, the first pinned post should be you, 
you know, or your team or a reel of everybody in your team working and, you know, and then explain to us who you guys are, because there's always a person behind a brand, especially in our industry when we're working with people that are entrepreneurs and, you know, we're, we're our own brand. So we want to showcase ourselves. And I know people get nervous about it, but who cares? Like, you know, you'd be proud of who you are, be proud of your face, be proud of what you're doing and just show up. And that's like 99% of everything, you know, just show up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And to piggyback off of what you said, like the story behind why I started sharing my face one, because one of my friends was like, we want to see more of you. Like your page is literally just lashes. And this was probably three, four years ago. And I had a client show up to my space. She knocked on the door and she kind of opened it timidly and was like, are you Mackenzie? Am I in the right place? She had no idea what I looked like. She had no idea what my space looked like. And she was about to spend $300 and spend three hours with me with her eyes taped shut. And she had no idea who I was because I wasn't sharing anything. And at that point, that instant specifically, I was like, oh, like I'm quote unquote, you know, somewhat well known in this area for doing lashes at this point four years ago. I was like, I need to let them know what I look like (laughs) because I can't have clients come in here like, wait, who are you? Like, is this, is this, are you Mac? Like, well, and now you're being recognized in real life. You know, people are recognizing (laughs) me in real life, but your sister, (laughs) do you know how many people, how many people have stopped Lulu to be like, wait, this is so weird, but are you Lulu and your sister is Mac lash? Like, does she do your lashes or? And my sister would call me and she's like, oh my gosh, Kenzie, I was just recognized. So it's, it's so funny to me, the power of that. And like, first of all, that is so cool to be recognized. Yeah. That's your sister, right? So you're showing this back story of who you are. So that just goes back to everything I'm saying, like show who you are, like people get to know you and they love you. And they, you know, if you're doing everything from like, um, like just, I want to make money and I want to promote this and I'm really, you know, greedy with my time. Like no one's going to relate to that. So yeah, then if you're that type of person, don't show your face. Don't, don't do all of this. Like, you know, pay somebody else to just post, you know, carousels and graphics. But if you're like me or you, or we're doing something, we're in an industry that you are good with people, talking to people, doing things for people, with people. Yes. Show your face, show your friends, show your family. And then look at like, I mean, it's just proof is in the pudding, you know? Mm -hmm. And (laughs) and you can tell too, it's very community driven. And I think that is what has helped me grow the most. That's what's given me opportunities that I may not have been presented with earlier if I hadn't been authentic and shown myself. And it's so funny too, because the conferences that I've spoken at the last five of them, people will be like, is Lulu here? Like, I want to meet Lulu. And so I'll text her. I'm like, dude, you're more famous than I am. Like you're all oh, over this place. God, I love that. And so it cracks me up. And it's just because they have a sister like my sister who picks out their lashes or they have a mom or a cousin who's the exact same. So it's, it's relatable in the sense that we all have experienced that kind of client interaction with a family member and how funny it is to be able to relate about it. And it's like, we're instant friends the moment they came up and they're just like, Oh my gosh, this is so funny. Like I love seeing you guys. And of course, like, I think my sister is the most hilarious person in the world. So I'm like, you love Lulu. I love Lulu. And yes. it's like, oh my God, we it's need just, you it's need to so do funny. You love Lulu. I love Lulu. Everyone loves Lulu. <laughs> I've had five people tell me that we need, we need Lulu merge, that it's like yes. a team, team Mac or team Lulu. Oh my God. And it's or like, one that I'm just a picker. Like, Don't pick your lashes. <laughs> At Lulu. Yes. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> so funny. Oh but my yeah, God, like social media has connected me to those people and, but, it's, and it's been really also- cool. It shows too, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, mm-hmm. the It shows too that like she has a different industry, but it's similar, right? Like she does hair. So having her come on yours is almost like a special guest and then vice versa because I see you guys do it on the other side too, right? So having that, like now industries are like coming together. So I do it a lot with my clients. Like I'll cross promote things and, you know, okay, they're a chamber member, but they're, they're in Linwood. So I promote it, you know, their business, but then I promote it through the Edmonds Chamber of Commerce or they're in the city of Edmonds. And then I promote it for the city of Edmonds and then share it on somebody else's or workhorses. And, you know, we have all these entrepreneurs and all these different businesses in workhorse. And so for us to like team up on something like is so cool because now they're seeing it in my stories or on my posts, but like, you know, mostly in the stories of like building up to these workshops or building up to these different like bubbles and bios. The other night we had, um, uh, you know, Michelle and then also Whitney and then I'm there. And then we also have Jeff there pouring wine. So now all of our social medias are just intertwining with each other and we're just gaining new followers. We're gaining new customers, which is like the main thing, right? And it's that community, like you're saying. Like, if I can give anybody advice, mm-hmm. if you're starting out a Instagram, find the 10 people in your niche that are killing it. Like, you know, find those people and start following them and messaging them and commenting on things. And I mean, don't stalk them, but like do literally like message them and put, you know, comments on everything. Just be like, oh my gosh, I love this idea. And be authentic, be genuine. Don't just do it to do it. Um, but you can learn a lot from each other and then do a collab post with them. Maybe you're a perfect example of this too. Like, don't even ask me if somebody wants to do a collab post with me, send it, like send it. I will 90% of the time I will accept it or at least I'll accept it and then delete it later. (laughs) But like, at least for a little bit, like if it doesn't, you know, I don't care too much about my aesthetic, but there's sometimes people don't realize you can change the cover photo <laughs> on like a reel. Like everyone needs a little note. You can change the cover photo and then you can also click profile grid so you can see what you see in the profile grid of your cover photo, which makes a huge difference. So if it's like a weird blurry, whatever, I might not leave it up forever, but send me the collab and do it with businesses. Send Explore Admins, send us your collabs, like use user generated stuff, you know, like have people tagging you, tagging your business. And all of that is this extra content, you know, this extra stuff that you can reuse. And so, yeah, you have no time to post or you have, it's too hard for somebody. Okay. Tell people, Hey, $5 off your lash appointment. If you tag me here, make a real ad as a collaborator. Why not? Mm-hmm. There's just so that. many ways to like grow your community. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's something I started doing with lash brands. And obviously these were brands I had previously created, you know, connections with. I've been talking to them. I've been in their DMs. I've been using their products. And this is something you know, specific to the lash industry, like if you want a brand to notice you, get in front of them. You can't just expect that they're going to see you one day and ask you to do a set for them or something like that. And I think, you know, that's something too, if you have that relationship with them and you post a bomb set and you have this amazing reel of using their products, chances are they're not going to not add you as a collaborator. And like, again, that puts you in front of so many more people, depending on who the brand is and what they, you know, talk about and offer. 
And that's something too, where Go I'm ahead. sorry, I was going to say liquid death. I like tagged them in some, or I added them as a collaborator on something and they did it. I was like, okay, like, you know, it was for, um, Jose Garzon when he was here, he was posting, he's a chef. He's an awesome chef. Everyone follow him. But he um, was holding the liquid death can. I was like, oh, I'm just going to do it. And it worked. I was like, yes. I love that. I See, and it's like. It stayed up, but it did stay up for a minute. And they liked mm-hmm. it. <laughs> See, and that's so cool. And it's like, why not try? Because if you're not trying, you're not going to get, you're going to get a no every time if you're not and if asking. if you're not trying, someone else is trying. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's oh my gosh. deal. 100%. And that's where too, like, again, back to the lash industry, like, reach out to the brands that you want to work with, reach out to the people that you want to work with, because the worst thing that they can say is no, not right now. And don't look at it as like, if they say no, it might just mean not right now, like work on your skills, work on the things that you want to get your social media up. And social media is such a cool tool to be able to, I say all the time, my favorite thing about Instagram is the connections that I've made from it. Because when I go to these conferences, I'll meet people from Florida or Texas or London who I never would have met otherwise. And I've met them previously on Instagram. And then I see them in person and I'm like, Oh my gosh, hi, like I know who you are. And it's literally the coolest thing ever to be able to, you know, now I'm doing a partnership with, you know, LashCon upcoming and I'm teaching a class with London Lash Pro who I met at the conference last year, who I had previously had a relationship with through Instagram. And I think you have to think of it like that too. Like you have to think like, I'm not, I don't know everything, right? Like I, someone out there is better at a lot of things than me. So if, why not like build those people up and learn from them and work with them or under them or, you know, just this whole, like, you know, there's not enough room for everyone. Like there's so much room and there's so much room to grow ourselves by working with these different people. And yeah. I mean, what if one day you decide to move to London and now you have all these connections there or like, you know, there's just different climates. Like what if you've never knew someone from Texas and they have all this humidity and sweat and they need a different type of glue for their lashes. And like, you know, these are, this is a community that is going to grow with you. And while you're learning and changing your different types of business, other people have done it and made the same mistakes or might want to learn from you too. So let's just all like help each other, you know? Oh, 100%. Something I tell my students every single time they're in front of me, and I should probably put this on my online courses. I'm like, Hey, any mistake that you will make now in the class or in the future, I've made it a hundred times over. I've been in the industry for almost 10 years and I have made every single mistake that they could make. And I think too, like some people think like, oh, they're going to get mad at me or they're going to judge me or they're going to be upset or give me too much constructive criticism. And I think constructive criticism, you have to get used to getting it because there's no way you're going to get better or on the other side of that comfort zone until you face what you're struggling with and overcome it, whether that be posting consistently, being you know unafraid to set up your tripod. I will be in my trainings or with clients and I'm like, hey, do you mind if I set my tripod up? It might take me an extra 30 seconds to set it up, get my video, whatever going. But those BTS shoots help me sell more classes or book more clients. And those little things can make a big difference. And I can put it, chop it up, put it in a different reel next week or three weeks from now, depending on how much content I've posted. So it's like the more you have, like go for volume, do as much as you can to be able to have those videos to choose from rather than being like, oh, I got one video, like I'm fine now. Like take as much as you need. 
And like you said, like, you have to, like, remember, like, learn how to accept criticism, right? Like, I don't think anybody loves getting critiqued. And, like, you know, like, of course, like, your natural defenses go. But, like, there is a way that you can use it as your benefit, right? Like, if you're not accepting this, like, you're going to keep making these mistakes or you're not going to grow in your business or in life if you're just like, I'm going to shut down when somebody says they don't like this when I do this. Like, I really had to think about that with a lot of different parts of my business, especially just running a business is hard, you know? And I'm like, okay, I did real estate in the past. Like, I know how to, like, run my own thing. I'm like, oh, hell no, I don't. Like, I don't know the first thing about an LLC. Like, you know, I don't know what I'm supposed to claim and what I'm not. And, you know, I don't want to go to jail. Like, that's my biggest thing. I don't want to go to jail. Like, (laughs) I'm paying all my taxes. Whatever taxes they want me to pay, I'm going to pay because I don't want to go to jail. But I having that community, especially, like, your community, we all, you all are in a similar industry with a similar type. Okay, well, they can ask you about how did you set up your business? Are you a, you know, a C-Corp? Are you an LLC? Like, you know, give them good advice, vice versa. And with Workhorse especially, is so cool. And we just started a social membership thing, which is really cool if you're in admins. You can come to like all of our lunch and learns, all of our events, happy hours, um, my birthday. It's a Barbie birthday with the Barbie box, live Barbie box. Um, but you can come to all these social events and network with these entrepreneurs. And everybody here is working here because they don't have a home office or they don't have a brick and mortar. So you have insurance agents, lawyers, um, you know, mortgage brokers, realtors, like, I mean, anything that you could possibly need is right here under this roof. And so building these relationships with these people, I mean, it saved me thousands of dollars. Like, I mean, I literally have an attorney that I'm going to meet with after this, like about my LLC. Like, so all of that is just so helping everybody help let everyone help you take the criticism grow from the criticism especially with posting like everybody's you know gonna think that they're gonna get critiqued and stuff people don't usually critique you you know why because it's so fast that's what I love about Instagram it is so quick you have 0.7 seconds when you go to a new page to let whether you want to follow them or not follow them. If you don't have your geographical location, I've moved on. If you don't have, you know, I'm not looking for like, oh, she looked ugly in that outfit. I'm going to, I'm going to comment on it and like, then move on. Like, no, no one's doing that. So if someone's following you, they're there for a reason, get it, get out of your head. Like people want to see you. People aren't going to critique you. Let's just all build each other up, you know? And I think to touch on one thing that you said about like your community and now you have a lawyer, homie, you have all these other things. Like when you first start your business, I don't know if you felt this way. I very much felt this way. A couple other people that I've spoken with are like, yeah, we all expect like our family and our close friends to be our biggest supporters and our biggest oh my God, hype people. They're the last to support you. <laughs> my, so, my biggest fan on Instagram is more supportive than my best friend, you know? <laughs> right? Oh Shout out to Lindsay. She is my best friend. She loves me and she will comment on every single post I make on Instagram. But as like genuine like as a rule, most of the time it's really not. It's not my mom didn't even know what my business name was. I was like, it's on the last name. Like <laughs> with marketing. Come on. But like it's so interesting. It's like why, why don't you want me to help you with your Instagram? Why don't you want me to help you with your grassroots networking? Why don't you want me like who are you gonna find to do it better than be, you know, but then these strangers are like, Oh my God, you're so good at what you do. I can't wait to pay you money to do it for me. 
<laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. One time this, I shouldn't say this, but my mother-in-law, when I was doing real estate in San Diego, she knows I'm doing real estate, all this stuff. All of a sudden there's a for sale sign at their house, right? Not my for sale sign. And then brings me a bag of tomatoes and said, these were from our realtor. <laughs> No, I mean, that was probably just a personal thing, but <laughs> yeah, your family doesn't always remember what you do, know what you do, care what you do. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. So it's like even more testament to go, go, <laughs> like go build your community, community, go build your network because it's those people that are more likely to support you or that lawyer friend that, you know, might be like, Hey, Jillian's in my area. This is exactly what she does. You have questions about this? Let me, you know, let me send you her email. Back to consistency. Like, like, honestly, my mother-in-law probably just didn't know what I did. Right. She was just like, it was like on a different wavelength, wavelength. So like, that's the whole thing about consistency, like showing up on Instagram, showing up wherever you are the most socially connected, whether it's next door or Facebook or whatever. Instagram's the best. I really like Instagram for selling the most out of all the platforms because you can get your point across very quickly. It's kind of like if you look at the way that everything has kind of progressed, it was infomercials, right? We would sit there for two hours or our parents would sit there for two hours and watch like, you know, buns of steel or whatever. And then like call this number. And like now it's just this super compacted short version of the original infomercial and having 2 billion people on Instagram, right? And over a million of those people or a billion of those people are on it for more than 20 minutes a day. Like that's insane. Instagram's always giving out different numbers, but those are the most recent numbers I've seen. And so having that at your fingertips, like you don't have to pay for a billboard. You don't have to pay for a park bench. You don't have to pay for a commercial. Having that at your fingertips, if you don't want to do it, no problem. Hire somebody to do some of it. But you can also fill in the gaps, you know? It won't be as expensive as some of those bigger traditional ways of advertising and growing your community when you actually, just like what you said, now my attorney is going to tell her friend and her cousins, whatever, you know, to hire me when they started out their new business. So it all just kind of works together, you know? And if you're not on Instagram, get on Instagram. (laughs) Like, it's just no matter what you're doing, they love people to stay on the platform. We were actually just talking about this before we started this and having you stay on the platform. They're giving you so many tools to make you stay on the platform. They have shops. You can buy stuff directly there. It charges my card. I don't even have to go find my credit card. I don't have to go looking for anything. I don't have to do anything except for scroll, click shop, click what I want. And now all of a sudden it's at my house in two days. So having those tools at your fingertips for free, basically, essentially, like not free, free, but almost, it's amazing. It's it's just totally changed the way that everyone does business. And you can do, I mean, a shop, a subscribe button, you can send out special content, you can add your email lists. I mean, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There are literally so many tools to utilize. And I think that's one thing I've noticed too, is Instagram likes when you utilize all of their features. They like, like you said, if you're just posting reels all the time, it may not only, you know, not push you out as more, but it's also not as engaging to your clients or your, the people that your audience that are following you. Cause they want to see a diversified feed. They want to see a number of different things from you and being able to give them that and keep them engaged rather than them seeing the same lash photo from me over and over and over 
They like to see that. They like to see your personality, whether it's on stories or in a funny lip syncing reel. Like they want to have something that they can connect with. And more often than not, it's going to be you and who you are authentically and being able to show up that way. One of my favorite compliments that I've ever gotten from multiple people at the different conferences that I've shown up to, they're like, you are the exact same as I thought you would be because of the way you show up on Instagram. Everyone was like, oh my God, you are just exactly who you are in real life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's good or bad, but (laughs) I think it's good. But, you know, at least it's, like, there's not that thick filter or, like, you know, it's, like, what you see is what you get. Like, the, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not trying to be – I think it would be really difficult, and I really am sad for people who really try and be somebody else online or someone else in their business. And, like, if all those things just can't mesh really well, like, it's going to be harder for you than it is for – you know, I don't have any secrets. You can kind of, like, ask me whatever. And, like, making sure that when I'm posting stuff, like – you can see that. Like, I'm not lying to you that this is the best eyeshadow I've ever used. I'm not trying to get you for some reason, you know, it's just authentic. And I think being your authentic self, like just always is going to win over, you know, these hyper you know, those filters and sounds and, you know, and then they see you in real life and they're like disappointed, right? Like, (laughs) I couldn't imagine. Exactly. And that has happened to me before a long time ago, before I had amassed the following that I have now, I was working a booth at a trade show and I wasn't well known at all. I'd I'd never posted my face at this point. I wasn't speaking at conferences. I was just working a booth. And this gal who I followed, who I idolized, I thought she was the coolest thing ever. I was like, Hey, are you so-and-so? She was like, kind of stopped at the booth and she barely looked at me and was like, uh, yeah, I left you guys stickers and turned around and walked away. And I was like, (gasps) I was like, my whole perception of her completely shattered in a half a second because she had portrayed herself to be so kind and nice and like bubbly and uplifting. And I get it. Sometimes things are going on. You can have a bad day. You can do that. But it's like, if you're in a position where you have people that may recognize you or know who you are, like give them the same person that you are on social media, because that's who they're expecting. And if that's not you, I don't feel great today. Like, sorry, I'm not going to give you a hug. Like I I'm on my way somewhere else or whatever. Just like be like real ish. Like, you know, don't just be like, here's your stickers. Like, yeah. No, well, and I was like, I, I was like, I'm not trying to take up your time. I just wanted to say hi. And I just remember oh, how that felt. Like, nice to meet you. And then moved on. That's all she had to do. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, and that hurt my feelings so much. And I remember thinking like, <laughs> if I ever have, some sort of following where I would have someone to come up to me. Like I never want to make anybody feel that way. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. I was like, I was like, Oh my gosh, that made me so sad because I thought she was this like person. And then you have that difference. And so like my other thing, I think I've said this on a previous podcast, but like, if you're a dick to people, be a dick on social media. Like if they like people love that too. Like there's whole restaurants. Howell, right? Like with like he his whole brand was that or Gordon Ramsay. Like I mean, all of those. Like you can you can have a following. Just be who you are. Like be an asshole. <laughs> be unfiltered. Be whatever. Be super mm-hmm. nice and positive. Whatever you want to be, but <laughs> just be you. Exactly. It's like and it's so much easier on Barbie. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's so much easier to show up as you are rather than trying to portray this person that you think right. you should be on social media. Well, and I think that that's what people think when they are like, I don't have time. I don't have the resources. I don't want to, you know, show something I shouldn't show. Like, 
what are you going to show that you don't want to see? Like, what? Like, like, what are you hiding? Like, are you in the mafia? Like, are you in witness protection? Like, I don't get it. Like, if you are who you are, like, people want to buy from you, you know? And if you're not a salesperson naturally or customer service oriented or, you know, naturally fun, maybe have somebody else be the face of the business, especially if it's like, um, like a business we have like camp vintage down the street. Like it's like a husband and wife. Like if he's not so good at it, have her do it or vice versa. Like, you know, have a partner in it. It's just, or do a lot of just content that doesn't have to be where you're nice. Like just like show you and don't talk. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Or like find the trending audios, like the voiceover ones. Yes. You don't even have to do the lip syncing part of it because they, they totally. could be funny or more your humor, your style and showcasing what you have to offer. And like, that's something that can also show your personality without you having to be on there and yeah. like struggling to lip sync if that's not your thing. Yeah, totally. I think that everybody can be successful at Instagram if they want to be. I think it's just, it does take time. If it's not your thing, hire somebody else to do it. Don't do anything in your business that you don't want to do. Like some of the best advice I've ever gotten is like, spend the money and hire somebody to do stuff that you don't want to do because it's going to take me, it's going to take me five hours to do my QuickBooks, right? For like one week. It's going to take a professional 20 minutes. Like, so why not outsource those things that aren't fun, like aren't good for you, you know? And then you have, it opens up me five more hours to take a whole nother client, you know, where I can actually make money instead of wasting my time on something I could just have somebody else do for half the price of what I could charge somebody else, you know? So it's just mm -hmm. how you think about it. If you don't want to be on Instagram, don't, you know, <laughs> hire yeah. me. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so speaking of i was gonna say can you can you tell us if anyone listening is like oh my gosh i need jillian like how would we go about hiring you do you have different packages and for the people who want to do it themselves and figure it out can we learn from you somehow yes okay so you can hire me. I do. I'm not really taking full-time clients right now, but, um, DM me young marketing LLC on Instagram. Um, and my email's on there. Um, and you can just let me know like what you're looking for. I do do hourly cons consults. I also do an optimization. So I, for 350, I come to you, we go through all of your settings for a couple hours and just set up everything, your bio, make sure you have a clear photo, make sure you have like a plan in place to like how to create the content, content calendar type of thing. Um, just kind of get you in your best like setup. So then from there, you can either hire somebody or I can train one of your other employees or, you know, we can do weekly meetings, something like that. Um, also, I am doing packages. Um, that's going to be up in the next week or two. Um, and then, yeah, just if you want to do it yourself, come to our workshops. Whitney and I have been doing workshops. We're also going to do some like office hours at Workhorse. So whether you want to do it virtually or in person, um, we're going to do like day a month kind of thing where it's like between this time and this time, 30 minute appointments. Um, so that will be really good. And then hopefully I'm going to set up the subscribe button on my Instagram in the next little bit so people can get some secret content, all the stuff about, you know, all the changes. Like you said, I do study it. Like it's a game. I love it. It's just my ADHD brain. Like I just, I think it is like such a game to me. My husband, he always plays chess on his phone. You know, this is like my chess. Like I just, I love it. Like, okay, what, what if I do this? What if I do that? Like, and then this happens, you know? So yeah, I'm here to definitely like 
answer questions and stuff. Like if you want to send me a message, I'm, I'm pretty easy. Like I'm not going to like charge you for like a simple question, like, you know, but I'd love to, you know, do uh, more workshops. We're going to, now that school started for everyone, I know people's, everyone was getting kind of busy right in the beginning of fall, but we should be doing another uh, workshop here coming soon. Oh, that's so exciting. Well, I am like in love with this episode already. I cannot wait for everybody to listen to it. I think and we're going to need a part so... two. We're going to need like a part two, <laughs> like 10 things you can do to your Instagram right now. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That would be so amazing. So on Spotify, if you listen on Spotify, I'll ask, I'll have a poll up there or question box somehow, however I can do it. So you guys can ask questions for Jillian for a part two, because I think that would be so beneficial. Um, do you have any thing to leave our listeners with any little bits of advice or encouragement? Yes, Honestly, just stay in your niche. I, that's one thing that always have your geographical location listed in your bio. Um, and just try and stay in your niche. There's a lot, like my sister's pregnant with twins. I'm so excited, but now I don't know. I've messed up my own algorithm. So all I get is pregnancy, everything. So (laughs) if you don't stay in your niche, that's what happens to you. So try and just, you know, people don't want to follow, um, you know, you, for example, you know, they're not following you for diet advice or you know, whatever, like a dog daycare advice, or I mean, of course, sprinkling your dogs, sprinkling what you're eating, sprinkling this stuff, but don't add a whole post about something that's completely unrelated to your actual niche. Uh, and people have a really hard time niching down, but the more you niche down, you get the realest form of like your customer base. So just, it's okay not to have this huge following as long as it's all niche specific. And, um, you know, just keep posting and keep tagging people, always tag a bunch of people. Also hashtags. Actually, I do want to say something about hashtags. I am so glad they're going away forever. SEO is insane. And SEO with AI has completely changed the game. The reason we did hashtags was so it was searchable with that hashtag with a word. You don't need to do that anymore. It's all in the captions. Every word that you write on your Instagram is now searchable. So if you want to put hashtag three to five max and do specific hashtags that people follow, like if they were following a person. So you can follow an Edmonds kind of day or, you know, Edmonds, Washington, Woodenville, Washington, wineries, Woodenville wineries, something like that. People are following. Okay add those specific hashtags, but if nobody's following it and you're putting like hashtag blessed, like hashtag love my life, like stop. I can't. (laughs) No more of those. No, That's so funny. (laughs) I love that SEO is integrated now because you can use all of your searchable words that would be pushing you to your ideal customer and just genuinely talking about what you have to offer. And that makes a huge difference. To the fact, if this is one thing, if you've listened to this whole thing that you can take away, if your name is the same as your actual handle, change it. Like those are all SEO and same with like your bio. If you put Woodenville wineries, Woodenville wineries, wineries in Woodenville, like nobody, like that's, you're wasting so many words. Like all those words are SEO and the bold letters. We were just talking about this, how I'm going to give up my blue check mark. Mackenzie already has because it's very difficult to change your name because it has to match your government ID. 
So having that changed, I'm going to change mine to just Jillian and then like a long line and put like everything social because I just, you know, I'm on the ground social, I'm in social media. So do something like that where it's like, okay, someone's typing in social media, social, you know, events, whatever. Now I'm going to pop up where, you know, young marketing is my handle. My name is Jillian, you know, and then you can use all those extra characters to really you know, get more people to your page. So make sure that you add specific words, keywords, words people search for, same with your bio, but the bold writing is the highest SEO on your page. So make sure those words, you can even put like the city too. Like I could put like everything social in Edmonds, you know, that's going to bring more traffic. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh, I love that. that. This was such <laughs> a good episode. Thank you so much oh. for coming on. We'll Thank have you. Jillian's tags and her links and everything in the bio. So definitely give her a follow, shout her out, take a screenshot and share, tag us both Snap wherever me, you listen. Slap me, do all the things. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you in the next one.